everyone. Hello and welcome to Beyond Small Talk every Thursday at the four o'clock Eastern hour right here on IG Live. My name is Jackie Janik and I'm a women's empowerment coach helping women uncover their purpose and define their own path in the world. And today you are watching Beyond Small Talk every Thursday at the four o'clock Eastern Standard Hour again right here on IG Live. We are real women, real conversations, elevating womankind one talk at a time. And today the co-host of Beyond Small Talk, her name is Tabitha Christopher and her IG handle is at Mind Style Makeover. And sorry, I got a hair in my mouth. That's weird. And we are going to be talking about Mind Style Makeover. Now, Tabitha Christopher is the CEO of TC coaching LLC. She's a believer. She's a storyteller. She's a award winner, winning trainer who's trained uh, the military. She has trained celebs and she's just full of energy. Like you're going to die about her energy. I see you, Tabitha. Thank you for jumping on. We're going to bring her on and talk about um, mind style makeover as well as the power of storytelling. She is just exceptional at it and how she delivers insights and give you gifts within her story. So let's just get her on real quickly. Hi, I'm so excited that she's here are on now and I love the gift of a good storyteller I just truly enjoy a person who is capable of doing that and you could have so much learnings within proper storytelling right I see her coming on Tabitha great day hello 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 how are you oh my god how are you doing amazing you look gorgeous oh my god thank you stunning Yes. Oh my God. See, see, I told everyone all week, I was like, you just bring the energy. You were so great. I love the red lippy here. Like so powerful. Like you just like, oh my God, I just love it. And um, I was just saying you're, how gifted you are in storytelling. And if anyone hasn't catched any of Tabitha's uh, lives, you must go and follow her. We always connect mind style makeover and your lives with the robe and everything. I've been watching you and I've been taking it all in. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Jackie. I've been looking forward to having this conversation with you. It's going to be great. It is. It is. So let's get started. Let's just dive right in. Um, so I introduced, would you like to tell us a little bit more about you? Sure, most definitely. So my professional background, I'm a double national certified ACE personal trainer. So I've been, I've been certified by the American Council on Exercise. And I've actually worked in the health and fitness industry for over 17 years, developing lifestyle and training programs for CEOs, Hollywood elites, high-ranked military personnel, athletes, public officials, and many more. Um, with that, I also am a former actress as well. And we can get into a little bit of why I even ended up in the entertainment industry in the first place. Oftentimes people think, well, my gosh, she's an incredible gifted storyteller. It just made sense. But little did they know that I went into the entertainment industry to avoid telling my own story. I love in all your storytellings, it's like you have these like cliffhanger kind of deals, <laughs> like the top of the story. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, 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 now next? I mean, that's the gift of a, like a beautiful storyteller, how you like engage your audience and there's learning throughout your stories, which is just like the gift. 
So my first question is, is like, where do you have all this energy? Where, like, you are just a shining light. Where do you find it? You know what, Jackie, when, when I saw the question, I said, oh my gosh, this question is spot on amazing. Now, you know what it is? When you wake up knowing that you were created for purpose, on purpose, and with purpose, that's greater than yourself. And knowing that I was created in the image of the creator of the universe, so therefore I can't lose, I can only win. How else am I supposed to live? Jackie, how else am I supposed to live? Life is a gift. It is a gift worth living. It is not a chore. It's not a struggle. But that took time for me to learn that truth. I just feel so much lighter that you just said that. Like, I just feel like, what are we all doing? If we embraced that mindset, that thought, that belief, like inner being, like if we just truly be that, how different would this, this whole world be? How different would we be as just in our own space? Yeah. Yeah. I like being versus doing like before on and with purpose. Cause yes, i talk a lot about, being versus doing, right? Anyway, more on you. So, okay, you just blew me away with that. I have, I take notes. So sorry, like my mind doesn't remember everything, so I always have to write it down, right? Go right ahead. I love it because I share this later with the audience, and I'm like, oh my god, this is what Tabitha said, and you need to write it down and live by this. <laughs> So can you share a bit of your journey on how did you get to this place of having this type of energy for, on, and with living with purpose? Just can you tell us, like, bring us through that? Sure, sure. Um, so in a snapshot, um, this, this is something that my childhood was, was pretty rough, all right? I, have, I grew up in a two-parent household, grew up in a Christian foundational household, Yet there were, we had, we, we had, we had like any other family issues that was happening. And many of the times it was just stemming from my own dad's childhood upbringing. So his childhood upbringing was, was even more rough. And he brought that experience into his leadership over the family. So yes, there was physical abuse. There was emotional, financial, spiritual, emotional abuse that was happening. Yet through it all, my mother, what she was able to do in the midst of all of that showed me that there had to be truth to there being a God because of what we live through every day. That when you looked at the situation, it would not have been able to come out of it. Okay? So, um... Before the age of seven years old, I lost more than 50% of my sight. At seven years old, I had an excruciating accident that took place at school that the doctor says should have left me paralyzed. So from that to then developing panic attacks, social anxiety, developing a stutter between the ages of seven and eight years old, all of these different things, losing control of my bladder, wetting the bed until I was 19 years old. All of these things that was happening, the pains, the shame of it all. But to be able to, in the midst of all of that, remember the one story that my mother shared with me when I was seven. And that story was introducing me to my first 
Father, who happens to be God, and that he loved me no matter what. Up until that point, I was desperate, hungry, and wanting the acceptance and approval of my dad. And in many ways, as I grew older, I deeply wanted it, Jackie, but I was too afraid to admit it because I felt that he should somehow make up for all of the pain and suffering that I, my mother, and my siblings went through. But deep down, that little girl still wanted her dad's approval. But that story that my mother told me at seven would not let me fall into that victim mentality because I remembered if God of the universe created me and saw me worthy and valuable enough to put purpose in me and put me on this earth, how dare I live anywhere below that truth? And that was what Jackie, in the midst of so many challenges and obstacles that kept pulling me through bit by bit by bit until I got to the other side and fully embracing, I am love. So therefore I can be love, receive and give. <laughs> I was so entranced in like, you're like, oh my God, oh my God. And um, the, the, I listened to one of your lives and I found one of the most pivotal, how you started like your journey with your dad was at 21. What, what happened to you? Because I think women need to hear this. You're so young, so vivacious. You were right training, military, all this. And what happened at 21 that it felt like was the projectory for you to start changing your life? Yes. So at 21 years old, I was, um, first I was accepted into a military internship at Fort McPherson base in Atlanta, Georgia. And I had so many of all of the things happening in my life. I was in school. I was working in the entertainment industry as an actress. I was getting all of these jobs. I was working on the side as an event manager, as a butler. Then I was personal training on the base and all, all of these things were happening. And I was always asked, when do you get sleep? I'm like, I don't need sleep. I'm young, I'm an athlete. I take good care of myself, I'll sleep when I'm dead. That type of attitude, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I'm out on the base and I'm testing out of that first level of the internship into the next level. And they're testing you on the extremities of your physical abilities, your mental ability, your emotional capacity, all of that stuff is being tested in this, you know, in the drills. So I'm out there running one of the physical drills. And I get called off the field. I'm freaking out because I'm thinking I messed up. So I come in, I'm like, yes, sir, is everything okay? He said, without looking at me, just making notes on his pad, I need you to go to um, get checked out to make sure that you have clearance to be out here training. And I was like, hmm, that's strange. I had a physical before I even could get accepted into this internship. So. I thought it was a mind drill that he was moving into. So I stood my ground and I said, sir, actually, I'm cleared. You have my physical, I'm good to go. I can get back out there and finish the drill right now. And he insisted. I needed to go to the doctor and bring back a note from the doctor stating that I was cleared to train. And so now I'm getting kind of antsy and I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, what's going on? 
And then he reveals to me what I wasn't aware of, which was that I had fainted, collapsed three times while running the drill. I wasn't aware of that. So I didn't believe him. I thought, again, he's just trying to get into my head. And I got upset, and I let him know, I don't have one weak bone in my body. I've never fainted in my life. Because fainting is very strongly associated with weakness. And my dad, since I was a kid, pounded into our heads, I'm not raising any weak children. And again, I wanted that approval, that I was good enough to be accepted. So when this internship leader said that, I freaked out, I lost it. He was cool and he stood his ground and you've got to go get checks. I went, I went to the apartment. I didn't go to the doctor right away. I went out to practice the drill and I ended up collapsing halfway up the block. And this is the grace of God because if I would have gone off conscious, the ground wasn't dirt, it wasn't soft ground. It was concrete. So that could have been so much could have gone wrong. But what ended up happening was right below my waist down, I lost, I had no strength. My legs just went and I pushed, I pushed my body forward to go to land on my hands and I'm freaking out. I'm like, okay, something is wrong. And long story short, I called my sister. She convinced me to call my grandmother who had recently had a massive heart attack, had all four walls blown out. I ended up calling her and telling her all the symptoms that I had weeks prior. And my grandmother got quiet and she said, Tabby, you're the last one of my grandchildren that I would ever expect for anything to be wrong with your health. But all of the symptoms that you just told me, the upset stomach, the shortness of breath, tightening of the chest, the numbing and tingling in the hands, the legs, lightness of the head, the upset stomach. All of those things were symptoms that I had just three weeks before my massive heart attack. You must go see the doctor. I was like, man, whatever. It's just indigestion. I ended up going to the doctor and they confirmed that if my body had stayed conscious during those drills, my heart would have exploded in the condition that it was in. It was swollen beyond the size that it should have been. Now, I'm sitting there in complete denial, Jackie, because again, I'm 21. I've been an athlete my whole life. I've taken good care and making sure that I ate a healthy, balanced diet so I could do that work as an athlete and represent for my clientele base. I mean, I, wasn't, I was about that life. I did all the preventative measures. I shouldn't be sitting there with this doctor telling me, oh, I was breaths away from losing my life. Are you kidding me? And then he asked me, an unorthodox question as he posed, as he posed, posed it to me. And he asked me, he said, Tabitha, all of your other vital organs are in excellent condition, but your heart is swollen, it's overworked. I'm gonna ask you an unorthodox question, please don't get upset, but are you upset with anyone by chance? Jackie, I was thrown for a loop. Yeah. Thrown for a loop. I'm like, what the heck? I really don't like doctors. Let's just, first of all, let me just say that. No one is to anyone on here who's a doctor. I, I appreciate all the work that you do. 
But I had been going to doctors since I was a kid. I never had a good experience, okay? So I did not like going. I went when I had to for my physical to do my sports, and that was it, okay? So I am not happy that I'm there. And then he's asking me this question. And the truth of the matter was, Jackie, I was very angry. And I had been angry since I was six years old. Little did I know that harboring such anger that turned into rage, bitterness, resentment could ultimately impact my internal organs and systems in such a massive way. In that conversation, it had me thinking, maybe I've been going about this living healthy lifestyle backwards. And I found myself even more angry with my dad because he was the one I was upset with. And I felt that, oh, wow, now you're trying to get in the way of this too. Now, now, no, wow. Instead of taking accountability because can I please let you in on something? I wasn't ready to deal with me. So it was in that moment, it was in that, moment that things yeah. started to change and how I was looking at how I was living life. And was I, really, was I really tapping into my greatest potential where I was in that state of mind? Nope. I think that's a huge lesson for us all, that look how our, that those feelings manifested in your heart. I mean, come on, can it get any more like, Tabitha, wake up, girl. Like, come on. Like, this is, right? How it literally, those feelings of rage and anger and how much it could really physically affect one person who happened to be, like, the epitome of fitness, right? Like, it's so, but that's what you were called to do. You had to do that work. Yes. And so you started your journey, right? You were called. You were like, come on. Not those. You know what's so good is that as much as we try to believe <laughs> that we are um, blazing our own path and our own trail, that purpose that was put into us from the beginning is what's leading, all right? I literally was trying to find a way away from my purpose of telling my story, because I thought that my story was full of shame, secrets, and everything that would not cause for people to be like, wow, oh, she's amazing. Not realizing that all of those things that we go through are all part of the process in becoming, in becoming who we were created to be if we choose to surrender to the process. And in the beginning, I didn't want to. I fought it, and I kept fighting it until um, I think I was about 25 years old. I had just finished um, training my last client for that night. It was a Wednesday night. I would not forget it. And I found myself clinging on to the counter, trying to keep from falling. And I knew that something was about to happen, and I was like, okay, I got to get out of this gym really fast. Nobody can see. Nobody can see the other side of what I've been struggling with all of these years. So that night I ended up actually driving to church and I got into the back pew and I collapsed down to the ground and just cried. 
And I cried out and I said, God, can you give me something else to do with my life? I don't want to do this anymore. I just don't. Just give me something else and I'll do it with all of my heart. But when I was eight years old, when I heard the voice of God speak to me and tell me that my purpose was to tell my story, and I told him that I will go into the entertainment industry as an actress to tell other people's stories that are similar to my own, but I will never own my own story. And then the voice of God said to me, if you don't do what I ask you to do, you will never have peace of mind. So as I laid there on the floor, I cried out and I said, okay, if that was you speaking to me at eight years old outside of that classroom door, then send a kind lady over here and have her tell her exactly what you told me. And if that happens, then I will do whatever you, whatever you want. Well, of course, not long after a kind lady comes over and tells me exactly verbatim what God spoke to me at eight years old. And at that moment, I knew that I had to go home right away and start the process of writing to share, to face what I had been running the majority of my life, what I've been running for the majority of my life. I hope that answered your question. Completely. Okay, good. <laughs> Completely, you answered my question. And the part I took out of that, I always find it interesting, is when you decide to surrender, something will happen or occur that says, and surrender more. Right. So we say it beyond small talk in our group all the time when someone's like, oh, surrender and then wait, surrender again. Like there's like just surrender and surrender and surrender um, and then see what the universe, God or whatever you call your faith um, brings up for you because you are here to serve a purpose. And when you keep walking around it or denying it or just being like, that's over there or like you stood your ground and was like, nope, that's not me. And then look what happened. <laughs> it manifested. So now you're in this place and you are mind styled makeover and your storytelling techniques are just and I know it comes from the heart and it just sounds so like love every word that you say. Um, can you tell us a little bit more? How did you birth mind style makeover and what does that mean? Well, first, first, I have to say that when, it, when mind style um, makeover came to me, I thought that I was one who, oh, wow, I'm a genius. Actually, there was, um, it was being used already over in India um, by this one um, psycho. I forgot what type of therapy that she, that she did. But for me, when mind style came to me, it was simply this. Lifestyle is the way in which a person lives their life, is the external showing of how they are living their life, which is the what? The manifestation of the way in which they are thinking, right? Well, the mind style is what happens that nobody else sees first. The mind style is the quality of one's thoughts. And what was happening quite a bit in, in um, many of the trainings with my clients was those that were struggling the most in my programs is because they lacked a healthy thought life which made it difficult for them to own their body. The body was always out of alignment because their thoughts were in alignment with whatever, right? Their body, and their body goes according to how you think, right? So if you're thinking that you say, oh my gosh, you know, I'm freaking out or, you know, I, I don't like how this looks on my body, I don't like how this looks and that looks, well, guess what? Huh. 
the body is going to respond to however you're thinking. And whatever you're thinking is going to impact how you are feeling. And how you're feeling is going to influence what you speak. And what you speak, those words or seeds that you eat that will produce fruit in your life, which then what? Creates your lifestyle based off of the mind style that you have been meditating on daily. I'm sorry, I just lost you for a second. But um, yes, when you were so speaking to me today, because I've been a bit, uh, my mind, my the quality of my thoughts around my physical being and my weight right now has, you know, I know we've all been through a pandemic, I tend to feed my feelings. And you just totally rang a bell in my head because like you said, my, the style of my mind and the quality of my thoughts of how I look at myself physically, yeah. it's manifesting into the, the thoughts of my head, right? Like yes. it's coming. So I, I encourage everyone listening. Like that was such a great tip to think about how powerful your thoughts really are and how mm -hmm. they are the facilitator of everything that's next. Did I get that right? Like I'm hearing this right? Yes. You're absolutely correct. And so where the makeover comes in is taking the everyday individual, taking the quality of the thoughts to transform them to align with the truth of who you were created to be so that you can be able to do your purpose effectively, efficiently. And then you have all of the things that you're desiring, which the main thing that most of us want is peace of mind. Because when you're lacking peace in your mind, it makes it very difficult to do the work well. Oh, peace. <laughs> like that is like, the, you're right. You're right. Like mm -hmm. just, you know, some moments I find that I do find those moments of peace. You know, I think we all should get I crave for more. <laughs> Right? Does that make sense? Like, I find it during the course of the day, but it's interesting, like, how do you find this peace? And what does that yes. peace look like for you? You know, like, we should be, um, I don't know, like, where's my peace? <laughs> does that make sense, you know? Yeah. No, so, um, so this is, um, so I, I have to share with you, like, well, I'll let you go ahead. You ask me the next question, and then, then, then I'll dive in, because I could talk about this all day. Go ahead. Yeah, so I think, well, coming towards one of our final questions, I had more about, you know, you, you help people through this mind style makeover. Like, what does it look like? Um, what do people get out of it? What do, what are the results? Like, share with us, you're your story, we see the results. But, you know, I want people, women to understand that it's really worth this work because of the results. Mm -hmm. So... With, um, so right now, I have my flagship course called the 40-Day Mind Style Makeover Bootcamp that is launching later this spring. And this program contains all of my award-winning techniques that I've used over the years to help my clients build up their health from within to out. Now, this, what's so ironic is that as I was doing that for so many people, I wasn't doing it for myself until... When I made the decision to make that shift for my own life, can I please just tout the incredible testimonials of happening in my own health? So I went from experiencing fainting spells starting at the age of 13 years old. 
Abnormal menstrual cycles went from five days to eight days heavy bleeding, excruciating pains, to 23, overdosing on painkillers, trying to deal with those pains every single month. I lost eight to 10 pounds around that cycle every single month since the age of 13 years old. Had trouble sleeping, nausea, upset stomach, all that stuff, panic attacks, PTSD, struggling with depression, fighting suicidal thoughts, to now this day, I don't have fainting spells anymore. My menstrual cycle is now normal. I have one day of pain versus eight days of pain. And even that one day is nowhere close to what it used to be. PTSD gone, panic attacks gone, the stress, the anxiety that I used to have that kept me bound for the majority of my life. I don't have that anymore. Most importantly, the relationship that I lacked with my dad, I have today where we are inseparable from each other. I never thought or saw that ever being a reality for us. So when I've gone and shared these steps that I went through, I would have audiences asking, well, can we have like a program, something that will give us the guidance and the support each step of the way. And that's where the 40-day Mind Style Makeover Bootcamp comes in where you learn how to own your story, the truth of who God created you to be. It is a faith-based program. So I have to put that out there for anyone that's like, oh, Tab, I don't want anything that's too religious. Let me tell you something. Listen, when you hear someone's story, especially those who have been witnesses, I have so many witnesses in my life that saw where I was to now seeing where I am today, they'll let you know. This is night and day <laughs> different. Okay? So... This program walks you through how to own your story, how to train your mind to be able to get your body to align with the results that you desire and that you deserve in your life. If you truly want to live healthy, it's not what you do from the outside in, it's what you do from the inside out. Now, that's the work that, uh, that the vast majority of my clients didn't want to do, but my high-profile clients, they understood they understood the value of the mind training because they have to go. They, come on. They it's have hard. to go. They have to make. Yes. They, it's, 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 it's harder hard. than going to the. Yeah. So I could go to the gym and like pick up weights and do this and do this, whatever. Right. Because you could just do that. But to start here yeah. and to face what's in here and to face these feelings and these thoughts and to look at yourself and like how you were looking at and sometimes think I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. And if you kept saying to that to yourself so many times day in and day out, or was told that, you know, maybe during childhood or something like that, that takes so much more courage and strength and just like chutzpah. It takes so much. So I can, I love that you say like this out because the other way around is easier. Like it's, you did it, you did it the other way. And I'm not saying it's easy to like be so disciplined on your body. I get it. I get it. Mm -hmm. And, but inside it's to me, that is way more challenging and more fears can come up when you go inside outside what are you really afraid of when you transform your body am i getting there because yeah. i do go to the gym and i work out and i say sometimes i'd rather just go do that and i'm not a love of it and i go then to look in the mirror and think why am i what am i afraid of right now that i'm not living my truth and my purpose what is blocking me Sometimes I'm yeah. like, oh, that's a lot of work. I'll just go watch, like, Housewives. Like, you know, because <laughs> it takes a lot. It takes a lot of courage. Yeah. 
It does. And it's like once you realize the enormous payoff when we do do it that way, working from within out, then the training of the body becomes so much easier. It becomes so much easier. And guess what else? It doesn't take as much effort to get in shape. I think you're helping me right now. And I... Let me tell you, I went from doing five to six days a week, sometimes two to three times a day. People would look at me and they say, what are you preparing for? Are you going for the Olympics? Yeah, no, I'm running. I was running. I was running from facing my own pains and fears from within. So I put, I made my physical body feel that intense pain so I wouldn't have to deal with the pain that was killing me inside, okay? So oftentimes, uh, and this is, this is why I put together this program because there were so many, I, I, I met so many more people that were just like me, who cared deeply for their families, who cared deeply for their communities and wanna show up to serve everybody in the best way possible. And at the same time, struggling and not wanting anyone to feel the burden of the weight that they're carrying So then they put on face to fake it till they make it. Because, listen, life is a struggle, right? It's supposed to feel this way. Well, guess what? If that's the story you want to believe, that's the story you will live. Mm -hmm. Right? So many of my clients that were struggling with their weight, with their health, I knew it had to do with the training of the mind. But again, I couldn't make them go through that process. But my clients who were willing to go through the process, I had one, one of the CEOs that I worked with um, for this tech, health tech company over in California. He told me, now he was in his late 50s. After six weeks, he said, I feel better than I did as a 25-year-old athlete. I didn't know that I could feel this good. There was a mountain that he wanted to hike and he had been trying to hike for years. Well, he said that that was his goal. I said, all right, are you ready to go deep? He said, yeah, let's do it. Well, we set a 90-day goal. He was able to hike that mountain actually in less than 45 days. So, and that was after years of trying it, um, seven years of trying on his own and other, other programs didn't work. It also helped him in his business. He was able to close a really huge contract that was worth millions of dollars that he had been trying to close for three years. Well, within that six month program that I was working with him through, he was able to close it. Mm-hmm. So um, it worked to help in every area that we desire change and transformation in. So as scary as it seems, the payoff is big. Yeah, because our life isn't like uh, compartmentalized. It's not like this is just your health. This is just your work. This is just your relationships. They're all connected. So I always say that too, like just, yes, okay, so you're picking one area of your life to work on. So it's health, 
as, as, as an example, but all those skills and those tools and those teachings could be applied. I mean, you're not just single dimension, we're multidimensional people, so it's all intertwined. Exactly. Can you share, this is the last one, a little tip on what is one of your um, mind, like self-care habits? Like what is one thing that you do for yourself? Oh, this is good. This is very good. So the first thing that I learned to do that was far opposite of what I've been doing for years is to get still. To get still. still. <laughs> to get still. And um, in that stillness, stillness can look different for, for, for everyone. For me, stillness started off with just going on slow walks. Going on slow walks, leaving my, leaving my phone behind, leaving all distractions behind, and taking time to breathe in and say, wait a, minute, wait a minute, this is the breath of God that I'm breathing in. This is amazing. And letting that sit. Letting that sit. In the morning before getting up to do anything, laying there in the bed still. I am alive. You could, wow, I am alive. What you put in me, the world needs today. Encouraging myself in truth. And then when I get up, it may look different in where I, where I would go into some personal development, such as like looking over my day, calibrating the hours, right? calibrating my 168, which is the amount of hours in one week, right? And then I might do some light stretching and some movement. But self-care for me is first surrendering to the source of life. I, I, I can't even tell you how many women that I meet would not know how to be still, right? I know. I was there. Yeah. I was there. Mm -hmm. And I remind myself, and I have it all, that you know, I think we allow the societal, the culture of do, do, be, be, go, go. You have to have so many freaking things going on. And that's the place of happiness is so backwards. And yeah. if you take the time to be still with yourself yeah. in your own thoughts and just the awareness, that's what I say. Step one, just be aware, like just mm -hmm. seek stillness. That's what I offer. Thank you for that. For the whole Beyond Small Talk community, seek stillness just for a minute, just feel stillness mm -hmm. and how powerful that can actually be. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. Without judgment. Oh, Did you know someone, my mother's always going to be like, what are you just sitting there for? Yeah, okay. <laughs> she watches, she's going to be like, I don't say that. <laughs> Blowing up my yeah. mom, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just messing around with it. Oh my God. Well, thank you so much, Tabitha. This was just, oh my God. And if, if you are not inspired and motivated right now, there will be nothing that will get you to for purpose, on purpose and with purpose. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. Can you tell everybody where we can find you? Most definitely. So you can go to my website, www.tabithachristopher.com. That's www.tabithachristopher.com. And if you would like to learn more and to know when my 40-day Mindstyle Makeover Bootcamp launches this spring, you can join my wait list by going to my bit.ly link, which is bit.ly backward slash Tabitha Christopher, bit.ly backward slash Tabitha Christopher, and click the button that says join my wait list. And you'll find out more and be the first to know when those doors open. 
And I will include that in the notes on this post for you all. And again, go follow Tabitha. And thank you so much. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you. You're incredible. Thank this was so oh awesome. You are. Get out of here. <laughs> Everyone, watch Beyond Small Talk every Thursday at the 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Hour. And tomorrow you can re-listen to this because you must have Tabitha in your ear for the next forever on Apple, Spotify, Audible, YouTube. I'll post all the information and catch us next Thursday live. Thank you so much, Tabitha. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye Jackie. Thank <laughs> you.